The search for underlying meaning is not empirical, it is metaphysical, because it points to an underlying order to all things. Most people take order for granted. But they think it is caused by some mechanical means. The agency cited is usually evolution and for the physical world, people believe a spontaneous disruption caused reality to explode into existence. Putting aside the mysticism of these proposals, the implication of these ideas is that things just happen. We can look back and discern the causative factors but the primary elements that go into the emergence of an event are so diffuse and unpredictable in their effects, it is beyond the computational power of human beings to predict the future. So, the main components of man's intellectual history are empirical experiments and inductive reasoning. The claim is that if we look at enough individual cases, we will find a central causative agent. However, this agent will always be physical, which is why modern science is empirical science. For most modern investigators, this absence of meaning is reassuring. The universe is implacable, cold and unconcerned about man. Perhaps we can observe our fate but we cannot change it. We can look back at what happened and reveal what went wrong, but we cannot stop what will happen due to our modern-day activities. Mankind is always reacting to what happened in the past. But what happened to our philosophies if it was proved mankind was meant to be free and all of his efforts were to be directed towards this end? What if we are created to be happy or rich? Would we create laws making it illegal to sadden anyone? What would happen if life had meaning? But of course, irrespective of science, we give life meaning. We create five and ten year plans. We join movements and missions. We set ourselves goals and envision an ideal future. For a species that is said to inhabit a meaningless place in an uncaring universe mankind has immersed himself in a hundred different types of goals. But goals and missions are not identical to a first-order principle. Goals impact our life they do not tell us anything about reality or what our neighbor is doing. In philosophy and science, a first principle is a basic proposition or assumption that cannot be deduced from any other proposition or assumption. Wikipedia God exists is a first principle by definition. By the very nature of God there cannot be anything higher or prior to the existence of God. If we define God as the highest, most perfect of all conceptions, the thing that nothing can be considered higher or greater than, then if we critique God due to some principle or ideal, that principle or ideal is higher than God and by definition, God. But this begs the question as to what God is, how do we define him? This is not a meaningful question. God defines God, there is no attribute higher than God by the terms of his definition. But this does not mean God can be limited by logic though logic forces us to abandon our efforts to pigeonhole him with definitions. Mankind is constrained by logic but not God. God is a logical, or metalogical. The perfection of God imposes perfection on all things. We variously call this order or logic but regardless what we call it, we know chaos does not pertain to God. If life was chaotic God could not be God because the sovereignty of chaos would be higher than God. Mankind is constrained in and by logic because God exists. God exists is the ultimate first principle and without this first principle, life would not have meaning. If God exists and we have proposed that he must exist, or nothing could exist as the higher must exist prior to the lower. Perfect order must be prior to the lesser order. The perfect order imposes order on the lesser order. We call this cooperation. Cooperation is a first-order principle because God exists is tautological. 
God exists is a self-defining proposition without antecedents or synonyms. God is complete in his own self-perfection. We strive to be like God but mankind cannot individual strive to be as God because of our imperfections, our lesser natures. Our perfectibility is corporate and social, this is what is meant by the church. Mankind follows Christ as the body of Christ, not as individual gods. This is the error Satan made. He wanted to follow and emulate God in the singularity of his own imperfect self. It is not that we are imperfect as individuals but that as individuals we fall short of the perfection that is God. The only recourse we have as humans, faced with the perfection that is God, is to cooperate. The epitome of evil is competition. That being said we have to understand that there is overcompetition as in war and profiteering and there is covert competition as in laziness and addiction. The needy person is often covertly competitive as is the scammer and con artist. This creates a problem in a system that is geared to promoting competitive behavior. I could, as the Bible commands, sell all I have and give to the poor. Those who are competitive will simply take this and add it to their wealth. The action will not be reciprocated or change anything. Which forces us to question whether cooperation is a first-order principle. If cooperation can be corrupted is it a first-order principle or is selling all we have and giving it to competitors truly an act of cooperation? Perhaps we missed out the fact that God exists and if we do not embrace this axiom why would anything we do necessarily bear fruit? Cooperation can only be done as a church or community. Cooperation is not a one-sided action. The other issue is if we are to cooperate with evil. If a friend pressures us to do something wrong do we comply because he is a friend and we want to support him, even if our moral sense tells us this is not the right thing to do. We cannot cooperate with evil because evil is not cooperative. Evil is destructive. Cooperation produces value. Cooperation produces a community of faith that produces the fruits of faith, which is cooperation. If we have faith in each other, we cooperate. We build the church. We do not fear. Competition is the fruit of fear.